Hello, and welcome to the Pathmic Psychiatry for Primary Care podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our conversation about Wellbutrin or Bupropion. This is Whitney Landa, the Director of Education and Psychiatrist in your Palo Alto location. Wellbutrin is one of the more commonly prescribed medications. It's a norepinephrine and dopamine reuptake inhibitor, and it's a nicotinic receptor antagonist. It's FDA-approved for major depressive disorder, seasonal affective disorder, and nicotine dependence. A combination bupropion naltrexone medication is approved for obesity. But there's evidence for ADHD, sexual dysfunction, and for a decreased rate of switching in bipolar disorder. So if you have a bipolar depression and you're worried about that, Wellbutrin can be a good choice. It's an excellent augmenter for SSRIs, second-generation antipsychotics, and mood stabilizers. So there's sometimes when I wouldn't use it. Um, if someone has severe uncontrolled seizures, it does lower the seizure threshold. You have to be really cautious in eating disorders. It used to be thought that you couldn't use it. And certainly if someone has a severe eating disorder and they're underweight, you would not. You'd want to make sure they were normal weight and their electrolytes all looked good. And you definitely wouldn't use the IR form. That instant release form has a much higher risk of seizure than the sustained release and extended release forms. And you really want to be careful in severe anxiety. So Wellbutrin is thought to treat depression, not anxiety. And there was actually a pilot study saying maybe that's not true. Maybe the extended release form is helpful for generalized anxiety. That was a pilot study, so stay tuned. But traditionally, we don't think of Wellbutrin as treating anxiety. It's a treatment for depression. And if someone has a really agitated, anxious depression, there's a risk that Wellbutrin will worsen the agitation and anxiety that will usually make it not my go-to. <laughs> Sorry, that's convoluted speaking but I'll usually pick something else. Or if there's a strong family history of doing well on Wellbutrin or other reasons to choose it, I'll usually pair it with something like hydroxyzine or gabapentin for the first three to four weeks to make sure that that's a pretty smooth transition. Or I might start BSPAR first to try to treat some of that anxiety and agitation before I go ahead and start the Wellbutrin. So there's lots of strategies if it still makes sense, but you wouldn't just start Wellbutrin and someone with a lot of anxiety or agitation without a compensatory strategy. But it does have good evidence in anxious depression. You're just going to be a little more cautious with its use. So there's a lot of forms of bupropion. And bupropion is one of the few medications where not all generics have the same bioequivalence. And this is especially noticeable with different doses. So when you go from 150 to 300, two 150s is often not the same bioequivalence as a 300 milligram tablet. And some patients will really tell you they feel that. So if they get switched from two 150s to 300, they'll say it just doesn't feel like it's working as well. And insurance will usually be fine if you keep them on two 150s for that reason, because it's well demonstrated that the bioequivalence is not the same. So for a generic bupropion, um, hydrochloride, there's the instant release, which again, I would hesitate to use. There is an increased risk of seizure. You're supposed to take it three times a day, which is really difficult. And then there's the sustained release format, which you take twice a day typically, and the extended release format, which you take once per day. 
Dosing for the sustained release is usually 100 to 450 milligrams per day in divided doses. So you might do 100 twice a day or 200 twice a day. You wouldn't give 450 in one dose with a sustained release. In the extended release, there are only three doses, 150, 300, and 450. You really can't do anything differently. But what's nice about that is it's once per day. Going above the recommended doses of bupropion is tricky because it really does increase seizure risk. So you'd want to be really cautious around doing that. There's also um, something called bupropion hydrobromide. The brand is Aplensia. I've never actually prescribed it. Its FDA approval was based on bupropion hydrochloride studies. Um, so there is no study specifically for the hydrobromide. So I don't have my own experience with bupropion hydrobromide, as I said. So when I talk about my experiences in this podcast, it applies to the hydrochloride version. There's also Zyban, which is just the SR form of bupropion, um, but specific for smoking cessation. I also don't prescribe Zyban just as a personal preference. I just do Wellbutrin SR. And I start at 150 milligrams for the first three days, and then you go up to 150 milligrams twice a day. And you want to do this one to two weeks before the planned quit date. Also, for nicotine dependence, you're going to leave them on the Wellbutrin for at least six weeks, but you can continue it for six months to help people stay away from smoking. So when you think about all these different forms, you think, which do you use? I always start with the XL just because it's the easiest. It's once a day dosing, stays in your bloodstream at a steady level all day long. It only has three doses, which actually does make it a little bit easier to use. The times I'll switch over to SR are usually if XL causes insomnia, and then I'll try a once daily dose of SR. So if it otherwise worked well and really worked for their mood, the SR form can be really good too. Or if it does cause maybe a little bit of anxiety or other side effects that they don't like, but it really helps with the sexual side effects. I've also had some luck at using the SR and they take it sort of mid-afternoon on the day they want to have sex. And in thinking about these different forms of Wellbutrin, it's important to pick one. We don't combine forms of Wellbutrin. It's easy to stack the doses and get into that seizure risk area that we don't want to be in. And I always start at the lowest dose outside of using it for smoking cessation because, again, there's risk of side effects as with every medication, and we want to try to minimize those. If I'm combining Wellbutrin with either Stratera or Stimulants, I actually stay at that low dose for longer, and I'm going to be very cautious about increasing the dose. Um, Wellbutrin can increase Stratera levels, and they also, because they hit the same receptor sites, there's a higher risk of side effects when you combine. I still do combine them. I find them to be a great combination for some people. I'm just a little more cautious with the dosing. Another great thing about Wilbutrin is it usually starts to work in about two to four weeks, so it's faster than our SSRIs. How long you continue it once you have it at the right dose, again, depends on the patients. So for an adult patient with depression, if they've had one episode, I'm going to do it for a year after they've been doing well, and then they can stop it if they want. 
But again, anyone who's had multiple episodes of depression, the risk of having another one without a medicine for prevention is close to 100%. So we want to keep their medicine going and not stop it once they feel better. And if it's a kid or teen, even if they've had multiple episodes of depression, you're going to uh, try tapering that off after a year of doing well. And I do use it in kids and teens. Again, it has good evidence for ADHD. So if kids can't tolerate stimulants and Stratera, I'll often try Wellbutrin. Or if they have ADHD, but they're really depressed, I might try Wellbutrin, um, especially in a younger teen or teen um, where we do have some data on Wellbutrin. And again, family history is always king in psychiatry. So if the parents did really well in Wellbutrin, even though we don't have that FDA indication, I will try it in a kid, you're just always going to go lower and slower in children. I mentioned side effects. All medicines have side effects. Wellbutrin has some fairly bothersome ones um, for some people. They do tend to happen in the first two weeks. So the big one I'm always looking out for is worsened anxiety, constipation, appetite suppression. It has a small risk of weight loss. So if people are on the eating disorder spectrum, you might want to be careful with that, but it's nice for people who won't take an SSRI because of the risk of weight gain. We mentioned the insomnia. It can cause a tremor. Very, very rare increased blood pressure, but if someone has untreated hypertension, I might be careful. The big bad side effects, it can cause seizures at higher doses, especially if you go above the recommended dose or you're using the IR form. And there are some case reports of Stevens-Johnson syndrome, and it has the black box warning for suicidality in kids and teens. So again, doesn't seem to cause suicidal actions, but can cause suicidal thoughts in kids. Um, For a full breakdown of the black box warning and how to talk about it, I recommend you go back to the SSRI podcast, Lexapro, Prozac, Zoloft, that we've done. We go through that in detail. And the last thing to know about Wellbutrin in terms of caution is it is a CYP2D6 inhibitor. And as we know, tons of medications are processed through CYP2D6. Summarize Wellbutrin is a very, very helpful medicine. It's especially helpful if people are sort of energetic, low energy, low motivation, depressions, though it has good data in agitated depression that I would just pair it with something to help Uh, People tolerate the Wellbutrin and treat the agitation alongside it at the beginning if you're going to use that over a different medication. And it's a really great choice for people who don't want weight gain or sexual side effects or adding it as an adjunct if people have had sexual side effects on a medicine that otherwise works well or say they've pretty much got their depression treated except they're still kind of low energy and energic Wellbutrin is a great addition. I encourage everyone to try using it and becoming comfortable with it. And I hope everyone has a great day.